Welcome to Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom. Join us today as we allow the Word of God to be a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Now here's your host, Pastor Jim Newsom. Yes, good morning. This is Pastor Jim Newsom, and this is Truth and the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. And uh, I believe it's the 20, 21st day of August 2018. We're broadcasting to you today from North Central, West Virginia. The Bible says that as we get toward the end of the age, that uh, things will be chaotic. Uh, Luke says, that men's hearts will fail them for what they see coming on the face of the earth. We uh, we are living, I believe, in the, the very last days, the very end of this earth age, or the end of the uh, the church age, with this dispensation. And <clears throat> men are looking for answers on every realm, but uh, few there are that search the scriptures. For the answers that we need, um, James wrote in uh, James chapter four. And before we get into, it, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity, Father, to uh, come before you, and Lord, it, uh, your word be expounded today. And Father, you know every individual that's going to listen to this broadcast today. You see every need in their lives, Father. We're just not knowing this to talk. This is. Uh, your word is being brought forth, and Lord, you have chosen human beings to do this, as uh, frail as we are, but uh, your word will never change. It's quick and powerful and sharper than two. It just sort of divides the sun. Lord, you said that uh, it discerns every spirit, and we ask you to go forth, and you said it won't come back void, and we ask these things in Jesus' name, amen and amen. So James wrote in uh, James chapter 4 concerning, uh, beginning around verse 5, he said, uh, Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Envy. This is uh, one of the uh, uh, characteristics of men, that uh, that men fight envy, jealousy, lust, things of this nature, the uh, lust of the eye lust of the flesh, the pride of life, something that men will fight until they're either uh, buried or until we get raptured out of here. But the Bible says, for this reason was the Son of God manifested, incarnated, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Is he working? Well, (laughs) look around. Um, you can probably bear witness in your own life of the battle that you're going through. And this is the reason that Jesus Christ went to the cross to give me and you victory over the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And it's done by grace. It's done by mercy. Uh, it was The battle was won at the cross. The Word of God declares that, that Jesus Christ at the cross 
put to an open shame every power, every principality. The Word of God says we've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into his dear kingdom, that there was something very, very, very important that took place at the cross. Now, this victory still stands today. We are not... We are not trying to win a war. We are trying to walk in a uh, in, in a victory that's already been won by our faith. And the Word of God says that uh, be sober and be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy, and seeking whom he can devour. So. We are in a warfare. Thank you, not strange, the Word of God says, of the fiery trials, fiery, which try you. In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. This is the words that Jesus spoke. And he has laid the groundwork for me and you to uh, walk in ultimate victory. According to the word of God, you are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. Those that the Son set free is free indeed. So we've got to, uh, and we all get the mentality that things in our lives just have to be put up with. That uh, we just have to roll over and, and, and just accept that which is not what the word of God says. Now the Bible says that our weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of every stronghold. Now, Christians don't like to admit their weaknesses, uh, their frailties, but we all have them, our, our Achilles heels, so to speak. Uh, it's in different areas for different people. Um, the battle, the warfare, the weakness. Um, but the Bible tells us how to deal with these things, and uh, and it's not always easy. See, we you know we think we speak a word and things quit and things end, but uh, uh, you know the Word of God says there's an ongoing warfare. You say, well, Pastor, when does this end? When we're out of here? Uh, I hate to be the bearer of you want to call it. Bad news, but the fact remains is that we will be um, in warfare, spiritual warfare, until we leave this planet, one way or the other, either by the way of the grave or the way of rapture, the catching away. So we have to fight. Paul said, fight the good fight. Keep the faith, he said. So it's a given that we are in a warfare. Uh, it's not talked about a lot. But Christians that go to church every Sunday uh, you know, don't always portray what they're going through in their lives, far, far, far from it, far from it. And, but the answer today to my victory and your victory is the blood of Jesus Christ, is the finished work at the cross, there was a a, uh, a a judicial thing done. See, I I totally believe that there are spiritual laws 
that uh, we must adhere, just as, as, as there are social laws and physical laws with gravity and things of this nature, there are spiritual laws that me and you, uh, we have to know about. What are these spiritual laws? Well, Paul said in Romans chapter 8, now listen to what he says here. He says that, therefore, there is no commendation, commendate, I'm sorry, condemnation. This is Romans 8 and 1. To them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And listen to what he says in verse 2. For the law of the Spirit of Christ, or of life in Christ Jesus, have made me and you free from the law of sin and death. So, at the cross, Jesus broke judicially the power of the devil. For this reason was the Son of God manifested, that he might destroy. He, not me and you, he might destroy the works of the devil. Now, this is the truth today. Those the Son set free is free indeed. And the truth and the knowledge of the truth shall set you free. And acting on the truth shall set you free and set us free. In the garden, when Adam and Eve gave over, when they, some say, committed high treason against God, then they gave Satan a legal right. The Bible declares that he is still, for a time and for a season, the God of this world. He is. That's what the Word of God says. He's the God of this world. So, and his goal, although it be futile, and, but he still fights, and uh, he's not playing around. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, goes about seeking whom he can destroy and seeking whom he can devour. He has many weapons, but the Bible says, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So our hope today, listen to me, is in Jesus Christ. And the Bible says that hope is an anchor for the soul. When men, women, boys, and girls begin to lose hope, Hope, then they begin to lose their victory. Hope is not seen. Hope is believed. Faith is not seen. Faith is believed. We call those things that are not as though they were. We walk in a different realm. We march to the beat of a different drummer. We don't listen to the words of the world. We listen to the words of God. But that's the only truth there is. It's the word of God. Men, talking heads, talk all day. Many outlets and sources of media today where men, they, they, they post and they, they do this and on and on and on and on and on. And they, uh, you know, just like myself, have a podcast and they do this. But there's only one true word, and that's the word of God. There's only one truth, and that truth is in Jesus Christ. So that's where we start. The base of our victory is in Jesus Christ and in him crucified. You've got to get that down. It's not in your church. It's not in your denomination. It's not in your preacher. It's not whether you've been baptized or not. It's in what Jesus Christ did at the cross. Now, that's just the bottom line. And there's no other way. Jesus said, I'm the only way, I'm the only truth, and the only, the only life. And when we humble ourselves before him, the Bible says in due time, we will be exalted. But we've got to go to the cross, the victory that was won there. And that's our basis. That's our springboard. That, that, that's our legal right to claim 
what the Bible says. When we accept Jesus Christ, when he becomes Lord of our lives, when we when we cast everything else off and he's Lord and he becomes priority and we and, and we walk in the perfect will of God according to his perfect and divine will. And then the Bible says all his benefits are renewed daily. So James is talking here about battling and fighting, about lust, uh, lust at war in your members, uh, where people struggle. He says, you lust, you have not, you kill, you desire to have, you, you cannot obtain, you fight in war, yet you have not because you ask not. You ask, <clears throat> you receive not because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. In other words, uh, motives, motives. But down in, down in verse 5, he says, Do you think that the Scripture saith in vain, the Spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? Now listen to what it says in verse 6. But he giveth, listen, he giveth more grace. You see what it's all about? Grace, unmerited favor, grace and nothing else. Religious activities, listen to me, I know this, will not get it done. Legalistic words written and laws and bylaws and constitutions, which I know the church needs governed. I understand all of that, but the words of men don't mean a hill of beans. It's what the word of God says. What does God say about it? You've got to believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God the infallible, unchangeable, undeniable word of God. But God, he gives more grace, wherefore he saith, God, listen now, resists the proud, but giveth grace to the humble. Psalms 138.6 says, Though the Lord be high, yet hath he respect unto the lowly, but the proud he knoweth afar off. All through the Bible we see God hating pride. That comes before a fall and a haughty spirit before destruction. But giveth grace, my Lord, unto the humble. Humble yourself before God, and in due time you'll be exalted. A broken and a contrite spirit is the only spirit he will receive according to the word of God. He cannot move upon a proud spirit because a proud spirit is going to do it their way anyhow. You understand? It's their way or the highway. Verse 7, submit. <laughs> wow, what a word. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit. Submission. Submission. Perfect submission. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Now, that word there, submit, means to be subordinate means to come under the subjection and the rule of somebody else. In this case, it's the rule of God. 
And if men are preaching the truth, then that's the rule of God. When men deviate from the truth, we don't follow men. Men are not our way. God uses man, of course. Of course, the gifts of the Spirit are all intact. The fivefold ministry is all intact. Yes, 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 yes. All, all that's there. But when men deviate from the Word of God, then we don't believe them anymore. We uh, pull ourselves from them. Come on. He says, submit, come into perfect subjection, be a subordinate, be subdued by somebody else greater than you. (laughs) Listen, I'm fighting battles and you're fighting battles that we don't have answers for. And you know that. But the Bible says, now listen to me, that we look unto the author and the finisher of our faith, which is who? Jesus Christ, the author, the authority, and the finisher of our faith, which is none other than Jesus Christ. He is the foundation. He said, I am the only way, the only truth, and the only life. Well, we get in trouble is when we try to mix him in with everything else, with our own religion, with our way, self, 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 self. Self's not going to get it done. We've got to be broken. Yes, I said broken and of a contrite spirit. We've got to get rid of our pride. I said we have got to get rid of our pride. Submit yourselves totally, totally, totally under God. Listen. And then he says... You must resist. You must resist resisting to push back against, to oppose, to take a positive stand on a positive belief. And with that positive stand and that positive belief, you resist the devil. And that belief system is in the Bible, in the Word of God. The kids' song we used to sing, we stand upon the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. That's the book for me because it's the Word, inspired, infallible Word of God. The Bible says demons know it and tremble. And James says you've got to submit Yourselves to God. Be his subordinate. You're not his equal, and you never will be. Jesus Christ was, because he was God. He thought it, he, the, the, the Word of God says he thought it not robbery to become on the same level as God. But, <clears throat> but we resist this person, the devil, Satan, Beelzebub. He's been given a lot of. A lot of names, the resistor. His name before the fall was Lucifer, which means light bearer. Many follow him today and still think he's the light. And he will, listen, flee from you. Leave. We, you know, we think this is an automatic thing. It happens right now. But see, we're in an ongoing battle. We are even, we are even sanctified progressively. As we submit ourselves to God, the more we submit and the more we humble, 
I believe the greater our victory. See, this is a warfare, like I said, it's already been won. But me and you, we must walk in that victory that's already been won. We receive this by faith. Jesus said from the beginning he was a murderer and a killer, and he still is. He's not playing. He's not playing. A lot of Christians are. They're playing. A lot of churches are playing. They're playing. They're playing. They're playing. They've become no more than social functions. We need to reestablish the altar, the prayer, the supplication, the intercession. God help us today. Resist the devil. And James says he will flee from you. See, you know, I've heard heard the scripture pronounced my in my time in the church thousands of times. And we think, oh yes, and we shout over it, man. But man, we hit the door, the warfare begins. Come on, this is reality today. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking to you about a pipe dream. I'm talking about a real warfare that is active today on the face of the earth, that the powers of darkness are prone against you and me because we are Christians. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Man, we've got to learn this. We've got to learn how to fight. And we've got to teach others. And listen, listen, I know this stuff is overemphasized a lot. But the fact remains is that it's a warfare, and you can't ignore it. As much as you'd like to, as much as I would like to, as much as I would just like to, <laughs> when I was in the military, going R and R. But this is an ongoing battle. And James in this scripture says that we submit ourselves unto God and resist. Now, when we submit, like we said, become subordinate, we submit to his ways. We submit to the word of God. We submit to Jesus Christ, the only plan there is, the only salvation there is. We submit to him. If we submit ourselves to anything else, we will not win the victory. The battle for your mind. The battle for your body. The battle for your soul. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was touched by our infirmities. That word infirmity means mental battles, psychological battles, spiritual battles, physical battles, social battles. Whatever it might be is something infirm that's against us. And the Bible says in all manner he was touched with our infirmities and he forever sets by the Father's right hand making intercession for me and for you. And what do we do? Do we make our own laws and go about to establish our own righteousness? No, we submit. We become subordinate. We become less, 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 less. In the kingdom of God, less is more and more is less as opposed to the world. Now, he wrote a powerful scripture here. Wrote a powerful scripture. In the the book of Ephesians, Paul wrote in Ephesians 4.27, neither 
give place to the devil. <laughs> wow, that's loaded. So how do we give place to the devil? There's many, many ways, many, many doors, many activities we do that we possibly and do give place to the devil. In other words, we give him room to operate, to set up his camp, or the Bible calls it strongholds. God help us today. Strongholds. See, it, it's the battle you fight when you're by yourself. The warfare that you fight in your bed at night when you wake up and the, the mind begins to begins to turn. Blah, 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 blah. And the RPMs of the mind and you're thinking, dear Lord. It's just, Lord, it's so overwhelming. It's so over. Listen, let's be truthful. Let's be totally honest about this thing today. We need help. And the Bible says our help cometh from the Father of lights. For we look unto the hills when cometh our help. Our help. For he is a present help in the time of trouble. Ephesians 6.11 says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand, listen, listen what Paul wrote, against the wiles or the devices, the weapons of the devil. Whole armor of God, read about it. Read about the whole armor of God, Ephesians 6. Read about it, read about it, read about it. 1 Peter 5 8 through 9, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walk about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Now, he used the same word that James used, resist how, 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 steadfast in the faith, the faith of Jesus Christ and his finished work. He won the victory. Listen to me. He won the victory. It's won, it's won, it's won, it's won. Some 2,000 years ago, that victory was won. Me and you have to walk in it. He says in verse 8, James 4, draw nigh or draw close. Draw close to God. Draw close. Now listen. This is an action that we do. Approach. Approach him. How do we approach him? When we approach him one way, that's in the blood of Jesus Christ. Come near. Come nigh unto God. Draw nigh to God, and he, pronoun, will draw nigh to you. So who, who makes the first step? See? It's <laughs> David said, like a heart or a deer that panneth. My God, help us today. After the waters. So does my soul pan after you. For those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Draw nigh to God. It must be done. It must be done. We must draw nigh. 
Isaiah 116 says, Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before my eyes, cease to do evil. Repent of our sins. Ask God to forgive our sins. If you've got unconfessed sin, you need to get rid of unconfessed sin. And the Bible says if we ask him to forgive us, he's true and faithful to forgive us and forgive us our sins. That's what the Bible says. First John 1 9. James says in, in chapter 1, verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He says, cleanse your hands, ye sinners. <laughs> what? Who's he talking to? Who's he talking to? Yeah. Talking to who? To Jews. He was the bishop at the church at where? Jerusalem. James informs readers of Jewish descent about faith as it relates to trials and temptations. All of sin to come short of the glory of God. The man that says he hasn't sinned is a liar. That's what the Bible says. There's no such thing as sinless perfection. We've all sinned to come short of the glory of God. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts by the washing of the word. By the blood of Jesus Christ. Ye double-minded. I read to you, he said that a double-minded man is unstable in all these ways. Verse 9 says, be afflicted and mourn and weep. In other words, humble yourself before God. In due time you'll be exalted. Your laughter be turning to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Uh, that scripture don't go fly, you, you, you know, in today's church, because, you know, we're supposed to be happy all the time. And I'm, I'm not saying the joy of the Lord is certainly our strength. We're not supposed to have a long face all the time either. But there comes a time when we get to deal with ourselves. And, 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 and he says, he, he, said, let our, he said, let your laughter be turned into mourning. We're mourning for yourself, you know, that you look at the 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 shape or the condition of your soul, that the Bible says, search out your own salvation with trembling and with fear. Verse 10 says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up as I were humble again. For he cannot deal with a haughty and a prideful spirit, the Bible says, must be broken and contrite. The, the pressures that we fight today. <clears throat> the Word of God says they're going to increase, that uh, the men will wax worse and worse, iniquity shall abound. The shape of the world is not going to get any better. Man's not going to bring peace to this world. I don't care how many peace accords they have. World War One. they say this is a great war and a final war, but we've had many wars since then. And will, the Bible says, and the Lord said there shall be wars and rumors of wars. Earthquakes in diverse places, pestilence, famine. This is what's happening today. This is because of a three-letter word called sin. I've said it often that, that, that men's biggest problem and base problem is sin. And we must address our sin. And we must have our sin washed by the blood of the Lamb. The Bible says, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. My sin and your sin. 
So he says, submit yourselves to God. Perfect submission. Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory. This is something you have to work out yourself. You must get alone with God. In whatever areas in your life that are weak as far as submission goes, submit to him. Lay it down. Lay it down. Lay it down. My God, lay it down. Help us today, Lord, to lay everything down that's contrary. Search me, O Lord, the psalmist said. Whatever you find in me that you don't want, get it out. Eradicate it from my life. Extract it from my life. What if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? For there's nothing worth losing your soul over. Is this world worth it? Is your your plan worth it? That will fade away. We we live in a temporal situation. You've got to realize that that we grow older day by day. But the inner man is going to live forever somewhere. We're not going to be here forever. That's just a fact. It's pointed unto man wants to die and then the judgment. Man-made laws and man-made rules. Paul said, talking about eating meat, he said, he said, I can eat all meats, all meats are clean. He said, but if I'm the presence of somebody and what I eat offends them, he said, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to respect their belief to, to a degree, to a degree. But he knew who he was in Christ. In Psalms, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Isaiah 3, we see, he said, from in the last days I will strip from the daughter of Zion. He's talking about all the jewels and, 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 and things of this nature. And, and, and he says, but I'm stripping their pride. Says, That's what it's about. It's what we put before God. It's what we put before God. What shape is our heart in? Is our heart truly towards God? Or is it towards an institution? Towards a church building? Are we are, are are we deep in traditions of men? Have we since left the word of God? Don't out of God, he'll don't out of you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. That's good advice. Submit yourself for to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Listen, we all have our own battles today. You have a battle. I have a battle. You're fighting battles today. Sometimes the enemy says, you know, you're not going to win this thing. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. But the Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. For this is the heritage of the Lord or the redeemed of the Lord. That he's not going to let you be destroyed. I will be with you even at the end of this age. He just wants you to call on his name. Use his name, use his blood. Use the weapons he's given us. The the new everlasting covenant is what we're under. We no longer kill our farm animals. The blood of Jesus Christ eradicates and takes care of and heals and delivers and sets free. <coughs> Pardon me. So wherever you're at today, whatever warfare you're in, maybe you're in, maybe you're not saved. And the Bible says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God Almighty Raise Jesus Christ from the dead. Call upon the name of the Lord, and you shall be saved. Just talk to him like you talk to anybody. Say, Lord, save me. Renounce all evil you've ever done. Say, Lord, I want you to be Lord of my life. I invite you into my heart and my life. You know, the Bible says he's the Prince of Peace. He says, my peace I leave with you. 
And then Paul wrote that there's peace given to those that submit themselves to God that passeth all understanding. Call upon the name of the Lord while he may be found. We're living in the age of grace. Listen, don't give up. Don't give up. If you're not going to church, get in a good Bible, believing church. Take your Bible and make sure that preacher is preaching the right thing. The brilliant challenge. Make sure that what he's saying is in the scriptures. Plain and simple as that. Bible says you'll know them by their fruits. Submit yourself before to God and resist the devil, and he will flee from you. He'll come to you personally today and work out whatever you're going through. I don't know what you're going through. But he does. He's touched with our infirmities. He knows the very thought, the very hairs on our head are numbered. What the Bible says, he loves you. He loves you. All things work to good for those that love him and call according to his purpose. I know the plans I have for you to give you an expected end. When you, he says, when you seek me with all of your heart and all of your mind and all of your soul. It's God's plan that you have victory according to what the word of God says. Press into that victory. Paul said, pressed with the high. He said, I haven't arrived. He said, pressed with the high mark of the high calling. But it is in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, today. And Lord, you know every individual and every person. Lord, going to hear this broadcast today. You know exactly where they are in their lives. Father, if they need salvation, save their souls. Deliverance, God, for those that are calling on your name. Lord, the chains of the enemy that are holding so many today. Jesus, you broke those chains at the cross according to the word of God. Lord, we stand on your word. You said you put to an open shame every power, every principality, and you won the victory over them at the cross. And, Lord, we, we believe that today. We believe that there's power in the blood of Jesus. Oh, God, there's power in that blood today. And we ask you today that you would change lives. Lord, you know those today that are hurting, Father, those just lost loved ones today, I ask you, Lord, to touch them and lift them up. Father, give them understanding, God. It's things that only you can do. Only you can touch the heart of a man and the soul of a man, woman, boy, or girl. Only you can do this, Father. You can go where we're living today. You know exactly what we have need of. I just ask you today, Lord, you said your hand's not shortened, neither is your very cauliflower that you cannot hear the cries of your people. We thank you today, Lord, bring healing. By your stripes, Lord, bring deliverance. Lord, deliver, deliver, deliver. To break the chains holding people today. And we ask these things in Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. You can email us at truthintheword777 at gmail.com. It's truthintheword777 at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at Truth in God's Word, Pastor Jim Newsom. Listen to what the Word of God says today. Shut everything, all the voices, and get alone with the Word. And the Bible says if you meditate on it, it'll keep you in perfect peace. My, my, my. This is what people want today. Listen, they want peace. Listen, they've they've heard all the sermons. They've seen all the activities, all the social functions in in the church. Lord, they, they, they are looking for something that is real. 
And the reality is Jesus Christ and him crucified. God bless till next time. Bye.